Hey, this is LA Beast, and you're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft. Once again, joined by a man who is completely nude from the waist down and is currently in the process of using a Ouija board to summon a ghost to jerk his boner off. That's Jeff Clark. This is bullshit. Was it communicated in the email that you guys didn't tell me about to wear sunglasses? Because I'll go get my sunglasses. And... Transmitting to us from your mom's basement, the bearded booger-eating message board bandit known as Shuddy Boy. Yo! And you just went from high to low on my feed. I don't know if that's the same with Shuddy. It it happens every week. When the theme song is playing, Kevin's vocals for us are very low. But apparently, from what Kevin has said to us, every time I've complained about it, it's fine on the recording. Well, yeah, so we would have heard says. about it. Well, so he I think says. We, I think we would have heard about it from the Puminati if you were. I mean, off, he could so. fix it in post, so it might not be correct. Well, but to it pull is when the it goes uh, out to the world to pull the curtain back a little bit, we don't use the Zoom audio for the podcast or YouTube video. I my microphone is recorded directly into the recorder, bypassing Zoom. So I hear what the actual Zoom feed sounds like, and my voice cuts out a lot, and the sound effects cut out a lot, and the theme song doesn't really play, but it all gets captured here. And then I just delete the audio out of the Zoom video and insert our way superior podcast audio. Allegedly. Sure. I don't want to get sued. Yeah, I like how... uh... Shuddy's being very careful with the facts that we, the facts that we put out there. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if this will go through. Mad Scientist Party Hour. Breaking news with Shuddy. It has been a minute, but I have an official MSPH wrestling announcement to make. Oh, shit. Uh, it is not about the next event. <laughs> it is, but it isn't. It's not a date announcement or match announcements. All uh, that this announcement is, and I'll just read it. I've led into it too much. Hit the lights. MSPH Wrestling it's Management has acted time. quickly and voted unanimously to induct the Bat Dad into the 2021 MSPH Wrestling Hall of Fame becoming the first ever Puminati to be inducted. He is now the second inductee into the MSPH Wrestling Hall of Fame and the first true Puminati alongside Clowny Hair, who was inducted (laughs) earlier this year. That is is the correct move. I agree with management's decision. Good. If you didn't, there was nothing that you could do about it anyway. Well, I mean, there was (laughs) unanimous approval. Um, real, while we're talking about Bat Dad, uh, I just want to 
send a big thank you to all of the Puminati from from us, from Fat Dog Collar and his wife and and Fat Dad's friends and family. You guys all stepped up huge and by Tuesday night the GoFundMe had overshot its goal of five thousand dollars. Thanks in no small part to to you guys in the Puminati. And we were able to uh, get a good chunk of money together and we sent flowers to uh, the mortuary for his viewing today and his funeral tomorrow. So by far and away, the best thing this podcast has ever done. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, Absolutely. Definitely something that, that I'm proud of everybody for being involved in and helping us do this for, for bat dad and his family. Yeah, he's going to get the send-off he deserves thanks to, uh, in huge part, thanks to the Puminati stepping up. Met the goal in, like, 24 hours. Yeah, a little over 24 hours we were, we had gotten them to the $5,000. So that was awesome, like, seriously. Yeah, thanks, Puminati. Yeah. Shout-out to you guys. Shout-out to Bat Dad. Yeah, and our thoughts with... Fat dog collar and Mrs. Dog collar today and tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And the Jensen family. All right. Now yeah. to dick and fart jokes, guys. Let's do it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Hard, hard to segue out of that. Yeah. <laughs> congrats, congratulations <laughs> to the bad dad for being the hall of famer. We'll miss you. We love you. And By the uh, way, did I mention that this past weekend I farted on my own dick? <laughs> Thanks for getting us back on track, Shuddy. <laughs> all right back to the wheelhouse yep what what, do you have any farter dick news for us kevin you usually go with this stuff no no not really can you you never actually answered my text message from last week though when i sent you that funny picture of things that kevin durant has tweeted such as scarlett johansson i will drink your bath water were you writing his Twitter account for him for any amount of time? Because that is. I would never write anything as hacky as that. Well, like, how about we do this? How about we call these Kevin Kraft compliments and we switch the K or the C to the K? I don't like that. Kevin Kraft compliments. I don't like that bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways. No, I feel like that one's too easy. That that one people have been saying since like the 1920s. Oh, that Bonnie from Bonnie and Clyde. Boy, I'd try to drink her bathwater. Yeah, you should bring it into the new millennium. What would you say? I would get polio to kiss those nips. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Drink her bathwater. Come on! What is this, fucking kindergarten? You gotta come come better than that. I mean, I thought it was pretty solid for a uh, public figure to say that about another public figure who could easily be rubbing shoulders with. Yeah. In fact, I mean, I'm Scarlett pretty sure Johansson Johansson goes to his game. She could show up to a basketball game? Yep. Nice. Nice. With, say it with more confidence next time. She could show up to his basketball game <laughs> with a thermos full of her bathwater. <laughs> All I'm I mean, out on it. If he really wanted to be a man, he could say, "I would do a bong hit with her toilet water." 
Yeah, but he doesn't want to. He's not he allowed to smoke marijuana. Oh, oh okay, actually, okay. they got rid of that testing this year for the NBA because whatever. They knew everyone was beating it anyways. What if he said, oh. "I would make chai tea out of her unflushed toilet water"? <laughs> uh, that's more of a Kevin Kraft compliment. I'll give yeah. you that. I would brew coffee out of her upper tank water. So you're saying he kind of danced around it too much. He used something that's been said like five billion times. Uh, I mean, I remember even being the on the, person? when I was on the job site, like hearing somebody say, oh, I would drink her bathwater. It was like so overused and dated. The one, the other one was that Erica Badu was thicker than a kindergarten pencil. Mm, okay. Not bad. I mean... I'll give him credit as that's a new one. You could do better. I don't know that yeah, one. Fair enough. You could do better. Well, you know how in kindergarten the little kids write with the fat pencils compared to the skinny ones? I think that's where he was. Yeah. I how about, how about a, this one? Erica Badu pencil. could take her like headdress off, poop in it, put it on top of my head, and then kick it. Then <laughs> stomp on it? <laughs> what point do you... Ej- <laughs> ejaculate like where are you where, at the yeah, kick where, where's, where's the where's sweet spot punch? for you in there the kick yeah. oh, okay yeah, yeah kevin durant should have used that one instead he needs to hire me as his like um his compliment tweet writer i'll get him some attention scarlett johansson will notice him after he hires me for sure i don't know yeah correct she, me if i'm wrong kevin durant is the last player that was no Lonzo Ball came right out of high school, didn't he? No, no, neither one of them came out of high school. Kevin the Durant didn't. Player. No, he was part of the. He was in the one and done role. He got oh, drafted okay. after kindergarten. <laughs> he was a one year in college. Okay. The last player could have been Monta Ellis. I can't remember. But they're probably going to get rid of that rule soon. Speaking of sports, are you watching the Olympics at all, Kevin? No, didn't it just start? Yeah. Nah, I've been busy. They have like weird events and games that you might be into. I guess we uh, we got a we got a gold medal in the skeet shooting. I figured skeet shooting might be something up your uh, alley. I mean, that is silly. Like. Uh... Huh. I hope when the guy got his gold medal, he just went skeet, 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 and tossed <laughs> his medal around. I, I, I do like the more off-the-beaten-path stuff. Like, I saw something, oh, God, what was it? I think it didn't sound that crazy, but in watching it, it was very enjoyable. It was the, um, the snowboarding downhill race. I thought that was super cool. They had this big, windy downhill course that people are racing on snowboards. That was kind of neat. Yeah, that's the winter. We're in the Summer Olympics. I figured you'd be more of a Winter Olympics guy. I'm not that into the Summer Olympics, at least this time around. Usually I am because America dominates, and I love watching us dominate the world, but we're fucking losing in basketball, and it's an embarrassment. It's an absolute joke. Yeah, because don't we break the rules? Don't we, like, send professionals to play basketball? No, we didn't break the rules. We we changed 
in 92 to sending professionals there because other countries always send professionals and we never oh. did. And then they started catching up and like, well, fuck this. Then we why sent did, our, then we, why did the rest of the world break the rules? Or was that never a rule? Breaking the rules. It was it like, wasn't a rule, I guess. Or they were able to like hack it. I don't know. Somehow oh, they were able to hack it. And then we usually just sent like college players. Um, and then I think in 88, we either lost um, or we got close to losing. And then 92, we sent, you know, Jordan, Bird, Barkley, Magic. And we're like, fuck this. And we beat everyone by 50. Oh, you guys think you know how to play basketball, huh? That's cute. <laughs> yeah. And those days are over. These fucking French beat us. Australia beat us. Uh, Who's who playing? Another team? Nigeria beat us. Kevin Durant's out there. Uh, he should go Kevin back to Durant, tweeting. Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard. I mean, we have superstars on our team. Is LeBron we, playing? No. The problem is, and the problem has been for many, many years with USA basketball, is they do not play as a team. The, it's a bunch of oh, superstars playing in thinking that, that have been so used to walking all over people because individually they're all so fucking good is that there's no cohesion as an actual sports team. Yeah, there's some truth into that, but the rosters of the other teams, like the other countries are catching up, so they have players on their roster that are in the NBA. So they had a full-time job. It's not like these teams are playing together all the time and they're building up continuity and familiarity. Like, So there is... I hear what you're saying to a certain extent. We have too much superstar power, or maybe there's not enough like just ball movement. But at the same point, like they have their troubles with that stuff too, and we should still be fucking smoking them. Like if you stack our roster up next to France, Nigeria, Australia, all three teams which have beaten us already, like we should. Be yeah, fucking, but take, we should hammer them. We should but, be fucking hammering them. It makes no sense. Which NBA players are on the France team? Uh, Rudy Gobert is there. Um, Evan Fournier, Vincent Poirier, which is. I don't know if you knew the first two names, but you probably definitely. Rudy Gobert the is the one who started the COVID outbreak in Utah last <laughs> year. Yeah, I know that name. Yeah, man, that is a terrible reputation to have. But yeah, is he the guy? Right. Is he the guy that was like licking microphones? Like COVID's a yeah. joke. You, 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 you. Yeah, ew. he's that And then guy. everybody got COVID. Yeah, then this. And then he got tested COVID positive. Was pissed. What a retard. <laughs> um, but okay, but the rest of that team plays together more frequently than USA basketball as a whole does. USA basketball only gets together yeah. for the world cup or whatever they call it for international. Oh, it's, it's Olympics. It's fair. Well, the Olympics and then the FIBA, but no one cares about that shit. So they're ne- but the France team, you insert those three or four other players to a team that plays very well together because they actually, are an actual team they're going to do much better than five elite athletes who normally don't a interact with each other b don't like each other because they're on competing teams and then you just throw them onto the court with a week's worth of practice and say go be a team i hear what you're saying but my thought is that you and that narrative is just too nice of team america like, we have the best players. You motherfuckers should win. I don't know. Figure it out. Pass the ball. Well, no, I, I agree with that. But 
that's why these teams that shouldn't be beating us can beat us because it's five My egos on the court versus the NBA one. is ruining American basketball because they do all this fucking flopping and the officials like reward this manipulation of the officials and these guys fucking turning it into soccer. And that's how these guys make their money. That's how they win their games. And they come and they play international basketball and these foreign refs aren't, they're not giving these bitch calls. So like these guys are used to flopping around and getting a call and it just doesn't happen. That's what <laughs> I think is a lot of it. Mon Dieu, like, traveling. We play a, a pussy ass brand of basketball in the NBA and it, you know, it works in the NBA, but not in the international. Uh, obviously this is not a conversation that Kevin's very long for Kevin. How was your birthday, buddy? Let's talk about that. I've never been to Mo- oh. Musso and Frank's. Sorry about that. My, obviously heard I lost, about it. I lost audio in my right headphones. Uh, I, f- Oh, sorry. For a second, I thought I heard some static. Uh, I forget the first, the first time I went to Musso and Frank. I forget what brought me there, but I've been there. I'd say on average, one, yeah, maybe once, once a year to, you know, 12 times in the 10 years that I've lived in Los Angeles. It's uh, a hundred year old steakhouse. Featured in such films as Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's where, right at the beginning of the movie, Leo meets with Al Pacino. And uh, it's it's great. Their steaks are fucking epic. They have a really interesting menu. They also do breakfast. So you can go to a steakhouse and get, like, eggs and shit in the morning. Uh, but it's uh, it's... I don't know. My my girlfriend asked where I wanted to go for my birthday dinner. Threw Musso and Frank out there. Haven't had a, a nice steak in a long time, and it was fucking epic. It was delicious. Got some dirty martinis in me. Got a good buzz going. Solid birthday. Was it packed or was it? Yeah. Oh. oh okay. Shuddy boy, I think I saw Frank Miller there. Really? Every time I go there, I see somebody famous. I saw. Richard Dreyfus, one time sitting with a bunch of old ladies. I saw. Remember that guy from Green Mile who married a child? Mm. No. <laughs> I he don't. was. Hold on, I'm, I'm gonna he, Google that. He married name. the child in real life or in, in the real Green life? Mile? In real life. So he was he was the jerk oh. off, the bad guy in Green Mile. And then in real life, he married this teenage girl that he was giving acting classes to. Like her mom Doug actually. Hutchinson. Yeah. Hutchinson. I saw him and that girl one time on a date there, <laughs> which she was, was fucking 16, weird. She was 16, he was 50. Yep. How old is she now? I don't know. But that still... was 10 years ago, so she's 26. Okay, she's hot. Just want to, <laughs> you know, make sure that she's old enough for me to say that. Wait, wait she was there too, though, Kevin? Not last, not over this weekend, but one of the times I went. And then this time, I walked in and I saw people where I'm like, that motherfucker's famous. I, I know that guy's famous. I just don't know who he is. But while we were sitting down, Frank Miller, I'm 99.9% sure it was Frank Miller who walked by. And Jeff, he's the guy that created Sin City. Like, com- legendary yeah. comic book writer, comic book artist. I knew that. I actually knew who Frank Miller was. Look at that, you nerd. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is Courtney Stodden the one that 
Chrissy Teigen is in trouble for making fun of on Twitter? Yeah. Okay. Oh, is that guy's wife? Yep. Chrissy Teigen told her to kill herself, right? Yeah, Chrissy Teigen hated that chick. Oh, wow. Hated a 16-year-old girl. Chrissy Teigen seems chill. (laughs) 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 Fucking Chrissy Teigen. That's that's a rabbit hole I don't want to go down. Did you... All right, so what did you order? I'm looking at this menu right now. Fuck. I got a filet, an 8-ounce filet, medium, with potatoes au gratin. I feel like this... And the menu missus got is just a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. It's gigantic. It's crazy. You can get so many different cuts. She got uh, prime rib and broccoli rabe as a side, and it was all epic. It was all delicious. Yeah, like usually steakhouses have a very you know very small menu. You just get a steak and they got a few weird sides. shit. You can get like lamb kidney and bacon, grilled lamb kidneys, bacon. They have daily features, which I don't think it changes, right? So, no, what like, day were you there again? Thursday, homemade chicken pot pie night. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I did not fuck with that. <laughs> I, I'm not a chicken pot pie guy. Duck Conifit on Sunday. Let's go there Duck on Sunday. Duck Conifit, huh? I'll do that. Get the New York strip that, that Lexi couldn't cook. Almost got her ass fucking kicked off a of Master Chef. <laughs> What was that one? What was that one on that menu? Because I might want to get that next time. Duck counterfeit on the Sunday menu? Counterfeit? Counterfeit duck? Duck confit. Am I saying it right? I mean, it's pretty easy. You're much closer to it this time. You added an I to it the last couple of times and said counterfeit. Duck confit. 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 So you all right, so you only got two or one side? Did you split the? Did you take a bite of her? Uh, what is it? Broccoli something? Broccoli Rob side? Yeah. Broccoli Rob. I mean, the sides are gigantic. So it was it was they, more than enough. They have sweetbreads here. Calf oh, yeah. sweetbreads. Yep. Holy shit! You know, <laughs> randomly just got a chicken parmesan in the middle. Of all this. this is a random menu. I don't know how you passed on the truffled mac and cheese, though. Mm. You should have brought me. You should have brought me. Not because... And just just because you would have had another side and another dish you could have taken a bite of. I, I, I share my stuff with you. I'm willing to. You, can have, <laughs> you could have had a bite of my truffle mac and cheese. Yeah, that wouldn't have been awkward but, at all. <laughs> well, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. We gotta we gotta deal with rant rant, but whatever. I'd be I'd be all right with it as long as you were. But yeah, my birthday was chill. You know, it was a weekday, so she had work. So while she was working, I was at home and I just read comics, and I played the new Zelda game on the Switch, and then went and got a nice steak dinner. It's fucking sweet. Wow, really just like a grown up boy. Yeah, it was a great way to spend the first day of my last year of my 30s, which is fucking terrifying. I'm not Yesterday looking... was the uh, five months from my 40th birthday mark. Do you think, yeah. Shuddy Boy, you buying 
a Toys R Us worth of He-Man toys is your way of having a midlife crisis? Like some people will buy a convertible or a, a two-seater muscle car or something like that. And the you just thought bought... had not occurred to me until you just started to ask the question. <laughs> you know what? Joke's on you, Father Time. If I buy enough He-Man toys, I stay 39. That's totally what's happening right now. What does He-Man drive around in? You should get a He-Man car. He... No. Because he, he rides Battle Cat. He rides a oh. giant tiger. I mean, you could, you could paint your car to look like Battle Cat. Yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah, get a sports car with a Battle Cat So apparently, uh, when we were kids, did you have... I don't want to call it a rocking horse, but it was sort of that. Did either one of you have... It had four posts and then a horse with springs that you bounce, you know. Oh. Yes. My grandmother had one. I I, I didn't have one in my house. It was really tough to get her off it so I could have it. So apparently there was a battle cat, one of those, when we were kids. Is that your next item you're hunting on? No. Dom, pack up the car. But I would like Kevin. That's what we're getting him for his birthday. (laughs) I would like to have. I would hang it from the ceiling. I would. That's my sex. That's my sex toy. Absolutely, hang it from the ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) That's a sex toy. Hey, do you want to? Do you want to role play tonight? I'm Shira. I do. Man, that'd be an epic sex toy. A battle of a fucking battle cat sex swing. Oh, I have the power. That would really be taking your He-Man, um, your He-Man support to the next level. Shove clam champ up my ass. We have a little bit of He-Man to cover today too. The the Netflix shit. We just definitely hit, right? do. Yep. Yes, it did. How much of it Are have we you watched? Jump into reviews right out of the gate. Why not? Well, I guess we're not right out of the gate anymore. Yeah, huh? the gate's we're... a little bit behind us. <laughs> Well, people were at. I did a happy hour this past week at the Puminati, and they were asking, like, if you were going to stop by the happy hour. And I was like, no. Like, oh, is it because he's too busy watching He Man? Like, how much you got? And they're asking me if I thought you already watched it already. Uh, oh. But I told them, didn't you make like a night out of it with Dom? No, no, no. I, it came out Friday, and this was a weekend that all the kids were home. So I waited all day, you didn't all ground, day. You didn't ground instead, them all? Instead of getting up and watching it first thing on Friday, I waited all day to watch it with my family who had no interest in sitting down to watching it. So I didn't get to start watching it on Friday until 11 p.m. What an incredible role reversal. Could you imagine a child being like, Fucking shit! My dad's making making us all watch He Man together as a family. <laughs> My dad's making me watch cartoons tonight. Uh, so I watched the first five episodes <laughs> Friday night. Five out of ten, uh, correct? No, I'm sorry. Four out of the first four episodes out of five. Wait, there's only five episodes in this first season. Yes. Oh. In this first part of this, there's five episodes. Okay, because I wasn't sure. I looked at the Rotten Tomatoes page for it and saw ten episodes listed. So I thought that they just did, you know, the usual Netflix 
dumped all the episodes of the first season. No, they dropped the five episodes of part one. Interesting. Okay. And, that's weird because that's kind of like these are the same animators that did the Castlevania series, right? Yes. And when Castlevania launched, season one was four episodes. And it barely even covered, like, it did not feel like a season. And then everybody loved it and they ordered more. But then they had to wait an eternity to crank out, you know, to animate more episodes, write them, voice them, and all that stuff. I'm pretty sure all of that is done for part two. I think I saw Kevin Smith tweeting that, too. Like, everything is picture locked and blah, 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 blah. So I guess they're going to release the second half of the season relatively soon. So have you now seen all the episodes that have come out i have finished it and i am halfway through a second watch have you done any episodes with dom yet for masters of the pooniverse for patreon no we will be recording the first one tomorrow for okay the first episode and i'm guessing so dom has seen everything already dom has watched it twice already also <laughs> wait how long are each how long is each episode again 25 minutes i watched yeah. the first yeah. episode and what did you think? So I don't really have many memories of watching He-Man as a kid, like I've stated before. I definitely had He-Man toys. I definitely watched the cartoon. But I think when stuff like Batman the Animated Series, Darkwing Duck, um, Ninja Turtles, stuff like that came out, that was my main focus. So once my brain developed more and I actually had a memory, I don't think I did too much He-Man watching. Um, I've got some news for you, Shuddy Boy. So, I never had any real deep connection to He-Man, and I thought maybe a modern version done by Kevin Smith with the animators of Castlevania would do it, but I feel like there was so much stuff that was going over my head. Um, I feel like the voice acting was good, the animation looked dope, and it was interesting, but I'm not like, yeah, I'm a fucking He-Man fan now. I will That's end up fair. watching the rest of it, I'm sure. I, I really, I, I did enjoy it. I, you know, I don't understand all of the hate that it's getting from the incels. I mean, I kind of get the hate just from what they're bitching about. Because it seems like there was, and I know what you're going to say, but for somebody who hasn't been following all the breaking news and leaks and all that stuff leading up to it, I've all I've done is seen all of the the promo art. The promo art, which has a lot of He-Man in it, and there's not a lot of He-Man in part one. Do you <clears> think <throat> he's going to be in part two? Yes. Okay. It, so, do you think that's going to shut the nerds up a little bit when the the next five episodes come out and they are He-Man heavy? I, no, I no, I don't because I think they're just the, the people that are really throwing a lot of hate at this are just the people that weren't going to be happy no matter what it was. Hmm. Like if somebody can literally sit there and say, Kevin Smith ruined their childhood. <laughs> nice. I people got to get a new line. My message to them is if your only good memory was one cartoon your parents are the ones who ruined your fucking childhood. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my if, God. If the only good memory you have from 40 years ago is being sat in front of a TV with a cartoon and this ruined your childhood, you have bigger problems 
than this was ever going to solve. You've just been shuddied. Suck a dick. And I think that everybody who is upset that He-Man wasn't in it as much have to realize that it wasn't, they took his name out of the title of the show. So it's not He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. It's Masters of the Universe Revelations. Which would lead me to believe that it would be a more Masters of the Universe-centric story, which is exactly what we have. So you don't feel burned... It's an burned. ensemble story. <laughs> kind of like a Soderbergh movie, if you will. Do, no, I do not feel burned that He-Man wasn't the main <laughs> factor of the show. It's not even address yeah. what I said. It's <laughs> It was like they focused on Leela. Is that who? That's just what I've been seeing people bitching about. Tila. Tila, yeah. Tila Tequila is the main character. Yep. And it's weird when she starts saying like, hey, let's just focus on the good stuff Hitler did. <laughs> so is that a character that you're familiar with? Was she in the, the previous stuff? She Tila? was. Yeah, she was. So in the. I don't want to call her a sidekick because that really downplays what she actually was. Like she was. Hey, they're cool sidekicks. She was like He-Man's number two, like his right-hand person. Like she was the, she's the leader of the, the palace guard. So she's in charge of defending the palace She's Prince Adam's best friend. And in the mini comics and He-Man canon, she's his love interest. Does Prince Adam ever get pussy? Or is he like an asexual, uh, maybe there's something going on with him and Ram Man? No. So the the original cartoon never really went into it. Because he looks like a gay Dutch boy. But the New Adventures of He-Man that came out in 1989 was originally supposed to be about Tila and He-Man's son. Oh, so they porked. So, I mean, indirectly... Well, let me ask you this, Shuddy Boy. Yes. So, Prince Adam transforms into He-Man... Is it is it more like um, a Clark Kent Superman, or is this like Donald Blake Thor? So, like do- filmation to save money, um, used didn't change. So if, let me ask you this. Okay, if, explain it. If, so well, let me let me present you with a scenario that might might be a little bit more helpful. If Prince Adam cream pies Tila. Tila has a baby, and then they do a DNA test on He-Man. Is he the father? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because it, it's not... Okay. Yeah, so it's not... <laughs> I, I was thinking in terms of physical transformation. I wasn't okay. thinking like... 
Donald Blake where he goes away and Thor takes his place. I was thinking, yeah. like, is Prince Adam more meek than Thor? I was... Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. That's where I was... Because he's not supposed to be. Like, the way that they show him in this, in Revelations, and in the 2002 series, he's much smaller and then gets much larger when he converts into He-Man, transforms. I wonder if he gets the a fil- bigger dick. The filmation show, <laughs> instead of... So they could use the same artwork, they kept him the same size all the way okay. throughout. So, I, I really wish we were cool enough to have Kevin Smith on because I know he would love those questions. Like in Mallrats, he specifically wrote Jason Lee going up to Stan Lee asking him about Fantastic Four's dicks and stuff. So, you know, Kevin Smith, while it might not be in the official show Bible, it is in his head what happens to Prince Adam's penis when he turns into He-Man. He knows that for sure. I think we could get him on here. That's... You know what? I, I admire your, your innocence, Shuddy Boy. I'll shoot him an email <laughs> right now. Man. Have we even tried to pitch a guest like, since the... Uh, Zoom started? Nope. No. And you know what? I. It's such a bummer. It's such a <laughs> bummer that people... I'm on the line. It's, it's a bummer that people uh, skip our guest episodes. Because I feel like the pandemic and shows switching over to Zoom would greatly increase our chances of having cool guests on. But, I don't know, it's always more stressful for me because I'm not the world's greatest interview and sometimes I get a little nervous. And uh, and then people don't end up downloading the episode anyway. So it's like you go through all that hard work and effort just to do a show that people don't necessarily even want to hear. But I'd love to chop it up with, um, you know, I got a list of people I'd love to have on MSPH. But I feel like we have to stick to our wheelhouses of like, you know, the Doug Bensons and stuff. What if we just try one? What if we just give it a shot and see how it just, goes? Just email Kevin Smith, Kevin. He's he he's a very busy man. He was he tough. He was tough to get into serious. Do do I need to? I'll take pictures of my collection that you can include in the email to Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, me and Shuddy will work on a pitch deck to Kevin Smith. I'll get it over to his people. <laughs> so, Shuddy, what what? Um, I'm guessing since you watched it, the you know the series hasn't even been out for you know, a full week yet, and you're already on your second viewing. I'm guessing you liked it. Just how much did you like it? I really liked it. There's stuff. I'm watching it again to to pick up on stuff I missed. Um, I do have some minor problems with it. Like, Tila's a wee bit of a cunt. A wee bit of a cunt, and it's kind of off-putting. Oh, dang. Uh, on Tila Tequila's sex tape on um, on the internet when you guys mentioned that. I'll tell you Pretty what, uh, as far as sex I tapes love... goes, solid sex tape. I'll give her that. Very solid. I, I did a quick scrub while you guys were talking, and I was impressed. I tell you what, that guy TV. she's boning needs to shut the fuck up in that movie. That's one thing I remember about it. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna mute it. But, He's all creepy. Uh, I'm He's like, gonna oh, give yeah. it a deeper uh, dive later. Uh, uh, oh, your pussy. Uh, uh, uh. Cersei was fucking amazing as Evil Lynn. Uh, 
Sir Davos Seaworthy as Man at Arms was fucking amazing. Oh, cool. I heard Jay Muse is Stinkor. He is, and he has, I believe it's one line. <laughs> Does he say snoochie boochies? No. Uh, it's something like, get your hands off my treasure. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's it. Um, but they do, they do murk a lot of people. In this show. Interesting. Uh, All right. A lot of characters get the Game of Thrones treatment. I mean, spoiler <laughs> alert, He-Man dies in episode one, right? Yeah. Um, and I really have a hard time with Mike, not Mike, Mark Hamill as Skeletor. Because he sounds too much like Joker? He sounds exactly like Joker from Batman the Animated Series. So that that's something that r- rubbed me a little funny on the first watch through. But yeah, I mean, I, I get that he does have a very good sinister voice, but he spent it on the Joker. Like it's so identifiable as the Joker. It would yeah, be like there's if not they, a lot of variation in his bad guy voices. It would be like if they hired Dan Castellaneta to voice Skeletor, and he just did it as Homer Simpson. Yeah, that's my only my only real big complaints about it is that Tila was a little bit of a cry a whiny bitch. Uh Well, I'll, I uh, I'm happy for you and Dom. It seems like Dom really enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm I'm glad cuz I, I mean, know Dom's, were... Dom's over the moon because Tila is his favorite character. <laughs> oh shit. So for this to be a, a, you know, for Tila to have such a prominent role in these first five episodes. Don't, and the what fact do that... Feel, how do you feel about the sex tape? And the fact that it's, she's voiced by Sarah Michelle Gellar, Dom is... Oh, boy. Yeah, that's Dom, his girl. Is that a Dom crush? That is a, totally a Dom crush. Dom's totally fucking... When, Dom lost his shit when he found out that Sarah Michelle Gellar was voicing Tila. He, he could not be happier. I'm sure we are going to have a long lengthy conversation about this tomorrow night is Sarah Michelle Geller and MSPH wrestling is Buffy. I don't know. I mean, if it's a, if it's a Dom crush, we got to see her in the next female Royal rumble. Oh, he's, you know what I'm saying? Well, now that That's you're 10 call. seconds out of putting out that idea, as he's listening to this episode, he is probably starting <laughs> just, that process. He just turned on Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so how many He-Man? Can you suck He-Man dicks or Masters of the Universe dicks? Or are you just going to save all your review for Masters no, of it's, the Pooniverse? Uh, initially, I would have to go with a four. That's solid. Oh, you're being objective. It could, you know, because I'm going to finish watching it a second time through, and then Dom and I are going to start a third time through. And For Masters of the Pooniverse? Yeah. Be, so, like, the first time, my first time watching it was, you know, just in awe that I was watching a brand new He-Man cart, you know, Masters of the Universe cartoon. Uh, Good catch. Thank you. Then today I had it on this morning while I was working, so I was, you know, not paying full attention. But then 
when we do Masters of the Puniverse, we're going to be locked in and it's going to have my undivided. So it could go up or down from there based on things I pick up on that really fine detail viewing. I totally understand. I watch Master Chef three times before we record Crafter Chef and my food chub changes here or there. So I'm with you. I understand. So <laughs> I don't want to... my, my fir- on first viewing, it's a four. And I recommend everybody check it out. I know that Great Poudini has watched it three times already. Holy oh, shit. Wow. He, he He-Man cucked you. Uh, O'Pete's <laughs> watched it twice already, I believe. So it seems that overall, the normal people that have watched this have enjoyed it. We're calling O'Pete normal. All right, fair enough. I mean, he's, I, I wouldn't call him an incel. No, no, I would so, not say that. So he, if the choices sure are incel or normie, he's a normie. Absolutely. If I have to pigeonhole people <laughs> into enough. two categories between Puminati. incel and normie. Puminati. <clears throat> which re- real funny not real funny real quick when i ordered the flowers for bat dad i had to spell puminati for the florist three times and i was so worried that when she finally understood what i was asking her to put on the card she was going to tell me no but she didn't she didn't even skip a beat once she finally heard what i was saying Listen, oh, lady, wait a we'll second. Go to is fucking this... 1-800-Flowers right now. Is this Shuddy Boy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you watch Masters of the Universe yet? <laughs> How many He-Man dicks are you sucking? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, hey, have you... Uh, I, uh, I'm mayor of Easttown the first season of Ted Lasso. Did you... Have you watched the second season of Ted Lasso? I have not, no, because that came also came out on Friday, and I had to, you know, would, pick. Would Family of Night went better if they did if you did Ted, Ted Lasso season? Probably, two it probably would have. <laughs> it, yeah. I probably wouldn't have had to sit through the new Lil Nas X video before. Oh I wow! <laughs> got to watch. How E-Man. was it? These, these millennials, you know, these Gen Zers, excuse me. We're technically we're millennials. Yeah, I mean, good for good for him. Like it's not it's not a terrible song. It's not for me. And the only thing this isn't his last video where he's, you know Blowing Satan. Yeah. yeah uh, he just has instead of female backup dancers, he has male backup dancers. Like it's not okay, no biggie. So if this is Gen Z, what's the next one? What comes after these kids? Death and destruction. Gen, <laughs> yeah, the apocalypse. It's, it's climate change. Nothing comes after Gen Z. Gen hashtag. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm very Gen... scared of what that generation's going to be. Gen Z is wild. Gen, yeah, Gen ampersand. Fuckers start having little fuckers. It's going to be hell. Oh, I know. Maybe, I cannot wait to see how they how they parent. Maybe when they have kids, it'll be like the reboot of humans, and they'll be cool again. It's just like the cycle yeah, has come full full circle. So, like, yeah, like I shouldn't talk such blanket shit over that generation because all of my children, all five of our kids, fall in that category, <laughs> and and overall, they're 
they're pretty rad compared to some of the they're pretty rad and they're much better than a, than what the general population sees them as they're fair enough but everybody else in, in that generation fucking sucks <laughs> <laughs> yeah. gen z's a, they're a bunch of fucking weirdos let me tell you i i got to, uh, i got off to the cinema this weekend nice uh, was this a birthday trip or that kind you of you only get one day no i mean well you're too old yeah i'm not it's not my fucking sweet 16. I turned 39. It's fucking... Yeah. I didn't even want a full day. <laughs> you don't get a birthday weekend. No. no. But we did go out and do some stuff. Uh, we mostly... It right was right? mostly just... Yeah. It was mostly just a movie weekend. We watched a lot of movies. But um, as far as going to the cinema, we went to the Al- Alamo Draft House in downtown LA. What? Yeah. Was this your first time? So I went on a Puminati trip... In Austin for Ellis Mania. And yeah. we went one morning with a group of us to go see Jojo Rabbit. So that was my first ex- first and only experience at an Alamo Draft House. But I've never been to the one in L.A. And, you know, now we that... We were supposed to go to the one in L.A. We talked about it. And you, you went with your fucking girlfriend. You pussy. I know. That was very gay of me, wasn't it, Jeff? <laughs> it's just super gay. <laughs> um, what kind of snacks did you get? Did you get a milkshake? No. You know what? Because, okay, so... We so just what you get from me not being there. We would have got a fuck. We got milkshakes. Remember when you guys were goofing on me saying that we were going on a vacation when we went camping? I, know that so, I remember you going on a vacation. On you. I don't you said understand you why you think we were making fun of you by just stating the fact that you were going on a vacation. No, we were making fun of this queer for going on vacation with his girlfriend. <laughs> so we are actually now going on vacation. So we booked, you know. No, no Hope real vacations in the past like two years. Oh, it is a vacation. We're going to fucking Hawaii. Oh my god! Yeah. Wait, didn't you you you've been there with a with an ex, right? Yeah. Or am I misremembering? No, I didn't did. It go terribly. It did. I, I got I got food poisoning day one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she knows this, about yeah. this. And she said, if you if you get food poisoning on this trip, you are not getting any sympathy. I am just laughing at you. And I was like, fair enough. If I get food poisoning again, that is fucking hysterical. But wasn't it pretty, like, traumatic and violent food poisoning? I feel like oh. if she saw it, I met Rent I feel like she's a sweeter soul than she's letting on. No, I mean, we, we bust each other's balls. But, yeah, for sure. If she saw me in that shape, she would 100% have sympathy because I was 100% on death's door. I, <laughs> I was making a plan to go to the hospital because I was like, this is how I die. I have never felt like this before. I barfed all over the walls of the bathrooms. I was barfing between my knees into the toilet as I was uncontrollably shitting. It was it was so bad, the room was spinning, I couldn't stand up. If I took a sip of water, I would throw up. I was bedridden yeah. for two days. It was not That's how Mexico was for me, I feel you. Yeah. So I was like, I am just playing it safe. I have never eaten oysters since. I will never eat another raw oyster for the rest of my life. I'm not even going to eat any fucking cooked oysters. I said, you know what? No clams. That is how safe I am playing it. I am not going to eat a single clam on our entire trip. Uh, But, yeah, so we are actually going to Hawaii. Eh, Yeah, you got me there. (laughs) Oh, come on. I didn't want to do it. It was was spinning around my head. I didn't want to do it, but it was just... Look, we would have gotten creamed in the comments if nobody made the joke, so... 
<laughs> Thank you for saving us, all Jeff. All right, cool. All right, all right. So you are going to eat one clam in Hawaii. Gotcha. Keep going. So our our plan is, even though we have less than two weeks before our trip, um, we are desperately trying to cut back a little bit on snacks and stuff. So we sacrificed a milkshake in order of, you know, saving a few hundred calories before our trip to Hawaii. I'm still going to look fucking gross. She looks hot no matter what. So it's basically just going to be my amorphous pasty <laughs> tub of dough on a fucking lawn chair that she has to sit next to. You should go. You should. If you're going to, if you're oh, committing you your to this trip, uh, to not have sweets, you should commit to this trip enough to go to the tanning salon. No, that is not happening. And at least get a spray tan. No, 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 no. Yeah. Come hang out Long Beach. Play some hoops by the beach. I'll get you some sun. Kill two birds with one stone. You lose a little weight. You look fitter for the beach. Get some sun. Get some color. Yeah. Be great. Well, either way, we're Smoke getting pot. we're getting too far off the beaten path. I went to oh, the yeah, movies, to Jeff. White. Oh, yeah. Back to the Oh, is that what we were talking about? I forgot. I'll tell you what, though. What did you see? My my biggest bummer for, since the Arclight closing down has been subpar popcorn. Alamo Draft House, awesome, awesome popcorn. And they give it to you in a big bowl, and they toss the butter in it so it's evenly distributed. It's not like a narrow bucket where the top layer of popcorn is doused in butter, and then you get to the middle, and there's not a, a, a hint of butter. <clears throat> it's tossed, so it's evenly distributed. Great popcorn. I'll give him that. We went and saw the new Nicolas Cage movie, Pig. Have you heard of this? Oh, okay. Yes, I have. Sharon, we have been trying to find... We Sharon really wants to see it. Dude. I was hoping you were going to see old. It kicked ass. Pig was great. What? Yeah. Your letterbox D score concerns Sharon. She follows that? I do. I mentioned it because I was in there follow, rating the movie that we watched last night. Gotcha. And I said that Kevin rated it a four. And she said, oh, I don't know that Kevin's in my taste align enough for that to. I mean, I don't just shots, throw. Shots kind of fired. I don't throw fours around willy nilly. And if it's if it's any um, added incentive, right where I really liked it as well. And oh, she's, she's, she's you know not necessarily the movie, that I, the movie. She couldn't remember which one it was, but now that I think about it, you really enjoyed Hereditary, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And neither one of us liked it. I mean, I think disagreeing on one, one movie, I don't think is going to. Okay, well. But anyway, I'm interested to hear what you have to say because it is something that is on our radar that we've wanted to watch. So it's no secret that I, I love Nick Cage. Um, I, I love wacky Nick Cage. Like, I feel like every movie he's been in, you get a good Nick Cage freak out recently, like Mandy or Color Out of Space or, uh, what was Willie's, Willie's Wonderland, that new one where he Mm -hmm. works at a haunted Chuck E. Cheese. Yep. And fights off cursed animatronics. You're always getting psycho Nick Cage. This was a return to Nick Cage legit acting his balls off. And it was fucking... He was so goddamn good in this. So he plays this guy. He's like a a fat, bearded, Santa-looking type of guy who lives in this shitty little 
rickety cabin in the woods, and he has a truffle pig. And he goes out and walks with the truffle pig, and they find truffles together, and he sells them to restaurants. And then his pig gets kidnapped, and he has to, uh, you know, cast off his hermit lifestyle to go back into the city of Portland, because he's in Oregon, to visit high-end restaurants to try and track down who has his truffle pig. But it's not... I heard some people comparing it to John Wick, and it's in no way John Wick. There's no action in it. It's a drama slash thriller almost. Okay, so it's not... Because the trailer has like has doesn't show any action in it. Yeah. And it's basically it's so, just okay. a guy out for revenge. It's a revenge story and John Wick has become so popular and referenceable that any anytime there's a movie where someone's out for revenge, it's like, Oh, it's like John Wick on ice. This is not John Wick with a pig. <laughs> that and it's, and it's not even like I, I imagine the script of it, because it's a very short movie, it's ninety minutes. And it's a very, it's like a low, a low key movie. The script had to have been so thin because there's not a lot of dialogue. There's long stretches where there's, there's not a lot of talking, but it was great. It had such a fucking cool vibe to it. The longer it goes on, the more I liked it and it ends really strong. It was, it was not what I was expecting. I don't know exactly what I was expecting because I never even bothered watching a trailer. I just saw the poster and it looked gritty as shit, and Nick Cage looked cool in it, and I saw the reviews were overwhelmingly positive, and I was like, okay, I'm fucking in. I can't wait for this. So I went in with a clean slate, not really knowing what to expect, and I very much enjoyed myself. Jeff, it looked like you were trying to say something. <laughs> yeah, I just saw I just saw Google this movie. I guess it's got a 97 on Rotten Tomatoes, a 7.0 on IMDb. And a uh, 83 on Metacritic. So it's killing it with the reviews. And I saw an audience review from a Tom West who, you know, it was no one. This is on Google. It's a Google review, whatever. He says, Leonardo da Vinci has the Mona Lisa. Michelangelo has a statue of David. Nicholas Pig, or Nicholas Cage has Pig. Pig provides an answer to the age-old question. Just how far would you go to find your stolen truffle pig? This movie has everything. Artisan, cuisine, unlikely friendships, and a half-dead Nicolas Cage roaming the streets of Portland, menacingly peering through the windows of unsuspecting neighborhood residences <laughs> looking for a pig. <laughs> it is so weird, but goddamn, was it enjoyable. Is it only, it's really only an hour and a half long? Yes. Yeah, and it's exactly no how long action. it needs to be. Nick no Cage action. doesn't beat anyone's ass for this pig. No. Okay. Uh, and he, he suspects cause it's a truffle pig that it's like upscale restaurants that, you know? Yeah. And like, as the movie goes on, you learn more and more about Nick Cage's character and his backstory and stuff. Um, and my chick is not a Nick Cage fan. And oh, she, when we left, you need to clear that up before Hawaii. When we left, she was like, do you think he could actually get like an Oscar for that? Because she was like, I was not expecting it to like that movie that much. And while I do think he's deserving of one, I do not think he will get a nomination. 
Wow, wait a minute. We were actually talking about it, though. Like, it's yeah. A, there's a, there is an outside chance he makes it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, wow. Because he's... He, is he back? I don't know. I don't know if, like... Because I enjoy both Nick Cages. I like when Nick Cage is just fucking unhinged, and he's clearly just spazzing out on set, and the director's like, all right, use that take. Um, I don't understand why he's, like why he's not a bigger star or well i mean he is a huge star you know what i mean like why why is he not like still one of the, like the the bigger movie stars i guess is what i'm wondering i mean the popular theory i guess would be he just got himself so in debt he could no longer be picky about what roles he took because he just needed money like he had notorious money problems. He was buying fucking castles and dinosaur skulls and crazy shit. And you know, divorces and all that, marrying chicks for like 2 days. So, he probably just like he was doing just horrible movies like that um Season of the Witch movie. He was just doing really really bad shit and then the he Wicker started Man. Wicker Man. I think that was probably yeah, around the time when which, by the way, I saw Wicker Man recently. Pretty, pretty terrible, but not as bad as everybody makes it out to seem. But uh, I don't know. I think I think he made really, really bad choices to just make some quick cash and bounce back from probably near bankruptcy, if not full blown bankruptcy. <laughs> Good old Chapter Eleven. And then started doing these really quirky indie flicks. Like people loved Mandy. People loved Color Out of Space. That Willy's Wonderland was just how could you say no to watching a Nick Cage movie where he's a janitor in a cursed Chuck E. Cheese where he fights off the animatronics come to life and doesn't have a single line of dialogue in the entire movie. Like he did a whole bunch of that stuff to reignite (laughs) the Nick Cage fire. And then he gets this role out of nowhere in fucking Pig. I'm telling you, it kicked ass. I really, really enjoyed it. But you're... You made it sound like like this role out of nowhere, like it could be a coveted role. It just seems like you said it. It, it seemingly had a thin script, and he just came through and killed it. Yeah, like this movie could have easily sucked. Right? He did it without resorting to wacky Nick Cage faces and flip outs. Man, I wonder if he was like, you know what, this deserves something special. I really like this script, or if it organically just happened and like things came together, he caught lightning in the bottle and it was a throwback Nick Cage performance. I want to give him that. I want to give him that credit. I want to, I want to give him the, like he read this script, came up with a character and stuck to it. And it just happened to kick ass. I want him to make another national treasure. So I'm with you. Come back. Nick Cage. <laughs> he might have to do a few pushups. <laughs> is, is he, he's chunky. Yeah. Ah, poor guy. He's an actor. They lose that weight fast. Get him a fucking private chef, a workout routine, some cocaine. <laughs> He'll be all right. But yeah, as Shuddy mentioned, I'll suck four pig dicks, which is perhaps one of the, the weirdest ways I've ever reviewed a movie. How much would Rent Rent suck? Does she like it more than you? Uh, I didn't ask her, but I, I feel like she would be on the same page. I think she'd be a four out of five. Is she aware of our grading scale, or would she just yeah. score it in units? I'm pretty sure like, she's... Which, 
Yeah, she knows the she knows the rating scale because she'll sometimes when we'll watch a movie, she'll be like, "So, what are you going to rate this on the podcast?" Oh, nice. <laughs> Has she ever said like, "Would I'd suck four and a half pig dicks"? So that could ever come out of her mouth? It never has, but if it does, my head's going to explode. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to bring <laughs> that to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, I don't have much to review. I did see the 99 Woodstock documentary um, on HBO Max. It's a Ringer Films and HBO uh, partnered or collabo. The Ringer is the website from Bill Simmons. He also did the Andre the Giant documentary, which I fucking loved. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, And he did a surfing documentary, which I didn't even check out. It was supposed to be really good. I mean... Sports and documentaries are definitely Bill Simmons' wheelhouse. So I had high expectations for this, but I didn't like it very much. I only sucked two and a half 99 Woodstock dicks. Really? Um, yeah. Woodstock 99, I've talked about this a few times. This is would be one of the uh, events if I could go back in time and go, like, I don't know, go to like a famous uh, event. This would definitely be in like the Mount Rushmore of that discussion. That ali fraser one like i would really want to go see woodstock but <clears throat> with the hindsight of knowing what happened so i could pack you know accordingly or prepare accordingly and obviously it was a disaster in a lot of ways but it was epic in a lot of ways you had a lot of fucking sick performances a lot of artists that i was into at the time between raging and some machine red hot chili peppers metallica was there dmx was there and killed it limp biscuit but- Limp Biscuit, which I was actually never a fan of, when they were like really popular, was like the TRL days, which they talked about in the in the documentary, and they did that pretty well. But they were talking about like the how famous Limp Biscuit was in '99, and just hearing that made me cringe. Like it was weird, but I don't know. Some of their not like their music videos, some of their singles were all right. Like I never. I never was like that into them, but I never like was a Limp Bizkit hater. And I felt like most people were on one side of that or the other, right? You either hated Limp Bizkit or you really liked them. Did you guys have any feelings towards Limp Bizkit when they were around? I had bleach blonde hair and a red Yankees hat. We'll just, <laughs> oh, we'll just, baby. we'll just, we'll just leave it at that. Nice. Wait a minute. I should know this. How old were you in 99? 17. I turned 18 uh, December of 99. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas. Uh, So were you, did you entertain going to that? Like, were you ever possibly going to go to that? No, no. That was something that would not have even been like, that would have been a conversation. I would have set started to my parents and would have gotten shut down immediately. (laughs) Right, and they would have by had that a, point the age, only you, concert I had ever too. been to unsupervised was Sugar Ray at Stabler Arena. Oh man, at, on Lehigh University's campus. I'm telling Mark McGrath that. Um, yeah, you're homies with Mark McGrath, right? Or so <laughs> I got Ellis's. yeah on the Campus Invasion tour, I believe in 1999 with Orgy. Oh my God, Orgy. Sugar Ray and Orgy, and I wrote, I wrote an article about it for the school newspaper. But that's not what we're talking. I about. will suck five Orgy dicks. It's kind of what we are talking about. So I still very a... much. Every now and then, I'll put on that first Orgy album and, and just 
really, really enjoy it. Good Lord. Okay. I, Let me I, ask I, you guys honestly, a stupid I, question. Was there a Woodstock between the OG Woodstock and Woodstock 99? Yeah, 94. You remember 94 at the mud? Yes. Okay, that's the one that I watched on pay-per-view. Green Day. At my... Um, when my mom was dating this fucking doofus, like the the Ned Flanders <laughs> was that she it Jeff oh, wasn't his name. No, Russ. Oh, Russ. All right, yeah. She she was she was dated that guy for like five years, and he was dangerously close to being my stepdad, and he was such a tool. But I remember watching it at his house on pay per view, and then <laughs> like and your... getting scolded because they were dropping f bombs in it. Did you and your do you and your mom like talk about Russ? Yeah. Like like man. Dodged a bullet there. Yep. <laughs> that would have been a terrible event for our family. Yeah. You and Mr. J talk about Russ. I mean, he's been present for discussions of about him, but, you know, he you won. You never look at Mr. J and be like, I'm so glad you're not Russ. I mean, I don't think I've ever told him that. He knows how much I love He knows how much I love him. I've told him I'm lucky to have him as a stepdad. But I've never straight up made the, the Russ comparison. But he knows. Okay. He's been in the room for conversations about it. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, he's he's heard the Kraft family just fucking. He just sits there Russ. like well, maybe not that's right. I won. He speaking of the Olympics, circling back, he's a fucking Olympic athlete. He qualified in nineteen eighty for the javelin. And that just happened to be the what? year that, that America protested and sat out the Olympics. That was Moscow, right? I yes. think so, yeah. Yeah, no shit. But he qualified, That's... so that counts. He's an Olympic athlete. Oh, that is an all-time bummer. Oh, yep. man. Because that's one of the coolest things like to put on your resume or just like an icebreaker. Like, yeah, I competed in the Olympics. My cousin. Fuck yeah. You guys know this. My cousin is competing for U.S. snowboarding, Team this, USA, and, and the, when? the half pipe. This coming winter, winter Olympics? Olympics. No yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah, I can't wait for that shit. But I mean, yeah. So I, I can't wait until he, he podiums and he like, gets the gold medal. And he's like, I just want to thank all the fucking pussies who I whipped, whose asses I whipped. You guys are all. Uh, you guys can all suck my shit. Pooping on me for life. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be wonderful. No, I don't think any of that's gonna happen. <laughs> if you were to, I mean. I couldn't imagine if you were to medal, it would like blow my mind. That's like the coolest thing about the Olympics. I haven't watched that at all. Uh, I know we're going a little off of a tangent. I'm going to get back to Woodstock 99 here in a second, but that's like one of the coolest things that you'll see about the Olympics are like the, the coaches of the athletes or the family, of the athletes just going fucking nuts when like they're they're you know, when the competitor or the guy that they coach or girl wins the gold medal, they have like a, it had a pretty viral video. It's very viral that happened yesterday where the Australian, one of the Australian women beat the greatest women uh, swimmer in history, a U.S. girl named Katie Ledecky. He won or she won. And they have they go up to they take a, the video goes up to like her her um, coach and he's just freaking the fuck out. And it's pretty cool. Uh, anyways, Woodstock 99. <laughs> How the fuck we got so sidetracked, but it's an event that I always wanted to go to, and it just felt like they focused on the negative far too much. I sound like one of the promoters who they interviewed in the documentary who made it a point to be like, yeah, 
MT he he's pretty much said like MTV fucked us. Like they made the whole event sound negative. The press coverage of it was negative, but it was overwhelmingly positive. The people had a great time and and yeah, there was some bad shit that went down, but whatever. Like overall it was a success and just the media like painted it in a shitty uh light. Which I don't know how truth truthful that is or how much bail I'm willing to shoot them for that because it was pretty poorly organized, right? They put it in central New York in mid August, I think, and it was like ninety seven, ninety eight. And that in that part of the state and the country, like that heat is fucking terrible. It was terrible. And just the way they set everything up and the sewage, it was it was a pretty poorly organized uh concert. But the fucking lineup was sick, dude. And it just felt like most of the people that they interviewed for this documentary were fucking just like white liberals that had mad guilt, like mad white guilt. And they kept talking about how it was just like charged up drunk frat guys that made a fucking mess of the place. And they they kept trying to like scapegoat or like throw Fred Durst under the bus. So they have that, you know, that, Famous, I think it's famous, Limp Biscuit Woodstock 99 performance where he's riding on the plywood and the crowd surfing on the plywood. I don't know if you guys remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was, I think, the Saturday. So the festival is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday was, you know, it's hot. People are starting to figure out what's what. People are, you know, getting fucked up, getting drugs. But Saturday is when, like, the mayhem starts to pick up, right? And it kind of really takes off with the Limp Bizkit concert, which I think is more of a coincidence, but he plays Break Stuff, which is like a hit, uh, an epic hit from Limp Bizkit catalog, and the crowd's going fucking nuts. But I guess one of the concert promoters told Fred Durst to, like, chill out, like, don't go nuts, like, don't rile up the crowd. And, like, I'm just hearing this, like, are you fucking crazy? Are you crazy? Like, how can you tell an artist about who's headlining Woodstock. Yeah, dude, don't go nuts. Don't don't charge up the crowd. Like are you, like it, it was absolutely nuts. And they focused on Fred Durst and Limp Biscuit, but like kind of glossed they glossed over uh Rage Against the Machine. They didn't even mention Rage Against the Machine specifically. They showed like concert footage and they glossed over Rage Against the Machine lighting the American flag on fire. And then the next day, fucking they start the the crowd starts setting fire to like the vending, uh, uh, some of the vendors and some of the like the apparatuses throughout the the concert venue as Red Hot Chili Peppers performing. They go out to do a v- encore and they pick fire <laughs> and and he's like looking out in the crowd he's like holy shit this looks like apocalypse now he like says that on stage and then does fire just to like further in, uh, instigate the whole thing. But Fred Durst comes out to be like the bad guy. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck is this? So it was like a, a weird cheap shot or like just hit piece on Fred Durst. Too much white guilt for me. Not enough coverage of the fucking of the of the awesomeness of the concert. Too much Moby. They had Moby there whining about how he was so excited to play Woodstock. And when he got there, he didn't even see his name on the fucking on the uh on the billboard oh, it's like, poor yeah, moby. they're trying to they're trying to sell fucking tickets of course they're not gonna put your name on the fucking billboard <laughs> moby <laughs> you don't belong up there with rage against the machine red hot chili peppers and dmx you're fucking moby and then at the end 
then they like had some sort of commercial for Coachella where I guess the first year of Coachella was Woodstock 99. It was a so much chiller and calmer environment and what's, Woodstock 99 should have been the first Coachella or vice versa. And then it turned into like a fucking like commercial for Coachella. It was fucking lame. And they just didn't even mention the fact that like Coachella costs an arm and a leg. Good luck trying to do Coachella for less than fucking $2,000. Like I heard talking about like Woodstock and how, you know, it was a bunch of angry white drunken uh, frat bros who were mad that they had to spend too much money. That could easily be Coachella. You just fuck up the plumbing there, and they're going to burn India to the ground. Anyways, I'll suck two and a half Woodstock 99 dicks. Um, definitely grading it on a curve. The music was awesome. The footage was awesome. A lot of titties. It was crazy, like, how many girls were just, like... I mean, it sucks what happened to a lot of the girls. You know, there's a lot of reported or unreported assaults, but there was also, like, a lot of, like, girls walking around naked, just, like, on their own choice. So that was nuts, but good footage. I just didn't like the way they told the story and the things they chose to focus on it because it was one of my favorite events ever in history. I remember watching it on pay-per-view. I'm giving them uh, a two and a half. Uh, Shuddy, this is something I tried to sneak in before but forgot, but I, I had some very interesting news for you. Okay. So after we were taping last week with the Ella show, I forget how it even came up, but I mentioned how you and Dom love He-Man and do a He-Man show on Patreon and religiously rewatch classic episodes of Masters of the Universe. And not only did Jason Ellis have your back, but so did Katie. And they went on to say how much they unironically love classic episodes of Masters of the Universe so much that Jason had the box set of DVDs and would watch them before his races to get pumped. That is fantastic. <laughs> I, th- I thought we you would like that. We like a, a collabo, uh, Patreon exclusive. We'll call it Awesome Masters of the Pooniverse. <laughs> Pitch that idea his way. Kevin, I know yeah. you can't get on uh, Kevin Smith's radar, but maybe you can get on Jason Ellis's. Yeah, just buy uh, him a round-trip plane ticket to Philly, pick him up, oh. and record. Bring him to the Shuddy Master of the Universe Museum. Yeah, and you guys just bank like three or four episodes of Masters of the Pooniverse featuring Jason Ellis. And then watch our Patreon numbers sail through the roof. (laughs) I I think it would help, actually. I think it would actually be a decent investment. I just don't think Jason Ellis would want to go to Pennsylvania. I think that would probably be what would end up stopping this. Yeah, that's a fair point. And I'm also you know, it also I mean, it would make things a little weird with how just absolutely terrified of Jason Ellis I am. Oh, I don't oh, want to, I don't want to get beaten up if I make a joke about not, Battle not Cat. only no not 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 even so much that just because Jason Ellis is Jason Ellis like I know who Jason Ellis is celebrity wise in my head so I would just be Anytime I'm around him, I'm very, like, I, I feel very. Starstruck? Starstruck. St- yeah, starstruck and very. 
unsure of myself. Like very, I not <laughs> not as cocksure as I normally uh, normally am. So he's just gonna cuck you on your own podcast. Yep, in my own house. <laughs> it's gonna be him and him and Dom are gonna start doing. What the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> Uh, somewhat, they're uh, the Puminati. But he could kick did, my ass if I'm not. Yeah. I don't want anybody to twist what, the reason I was. A, I know he would very easily kick my ass. That is not. There's right. no. Don't bullshit them, Shuddy. We know what you meant. It's Starstruck, whatever. You're not worried about hand <laughs> fist cuffs. Hey, Kevin, they, we were talking about this in the happy hour. Well, some of the Puminati brought this up. And they're asking me if I ever had, I've never had a conversation with Jason Ellis. Like as long as I've known you, you've worked with Jason Ellis. Uh, but I've just, we've never crossed paths. And, and I forget why it wasn't on that podcast. There was no beef. Do you remember no. why it wasn't on the Jason Ellis podcast? Wasn't I flying? Right. Wasn't I flying? I don't remember I what it was, like but wedding. you, yeah, you did have to miss a week. I think it was a wedding. My homie Might Ryan's wedding. Yeah. Because I remember not being there, and it's just like just such a random thing. And they're like, the, so the theory was that you were hiding me f- from Ellis. I was like, well, that makes sense. That's not actually what happened. <laughs> no, no. I don't remember exactly what happened, though. Uh, but and, and the times that you've come to Ellis Manias, you know, Jason's always just running around like a chicken with its head chopped off because he's putting out fires, and he's always fighting yeah. at them, so he's stressed out. So I don't even talk too much at to Jason during a lot of the, the Ellis manias outside of, you know, the radio shows we do. And most of the time you're super fucked up just bopping around or gambling or off on your, your own adventures. So yeah, your guys's paths. I mean, you guys have met before. I just don't think you've ever had full blown conversations. I mean, the, at the last Ellis mania I was at, I was in arts room with Doug Benson and Jason doing dabs and was almost dying almost i was dying inside because i was just freaking out so badly (laughs) what that you were in a hotel room doing dabs with doug benson and jason ellis just that jason and doug were in the room and i didn't want to look like an asshole so i just sat there like on the i think you even mentioned that i was on the verge of exploding (laughs) two guys whose asses you could kick i got you that's that's not why you're nervous. I, I know. I know. <laughs> By the way, Alice Mania uh, is just about locked in for November. So I'll definitely be okay. when it's, giving more it's details confirmed. on that. Yeah. I'm coming. Yep. I'll Do be you, there. What are you, what's the final piece that's missing? Is it the date or the location? Do you um, know if, if whether or not it's going to be in Vegas? I think both are essentially locked in. Um, Didn't Jason say a date on one of the recent episodes? Yeah, I don't think tickets are not on sale yet, but it is going to be. So Skankfest, which we're going to be at, is the weekend of November 5th in Houston. That got sold out before we could even promote it. Like Louis, Louis J. Gomez is straight up killing it. So all three days of Skankfest sold out just about immediately. Um, and really then is killing it, huh? The following weekend of November twelfth is going to be Ellis Mania in Vegas. As of Do right now, you think now. we can get him on here, Lewis Gomez? Yeah, I mean we had him on. Yeah, I know, but, but I, get him I, back. I mean, yeah, I don't know. He pops. I, here's the thing: like 
his career is taken off and is just steadily taking off. And when he comes to L.A., I think he's just popping in real quick to do stand-up shows. And he probably just goes on, you know, gigantic podcasts. So I'm right. sure at some point we, we could get him be like, hey, while you're here, why don't you come hang with us? We always record on Mondays anyways. So who knows? Word. I'm just saying, shoot him a Zoom link. That'd yeah. be the best way. But I, I want to talk to him about his Twitter, dude. That shit is a trip. I love so, watching him scorch people I on mean, Twitter. I love it. So we're I talking like the, the weekend of November 12th, right? Yeah. Being that it's you know that time of the year. What when you we, get your period? <laughs> Wait, what? Are you ta- I don't get the reference. Could we segue like a 40th birthday celebration into that weekend? If I oh for you, go? if you come out. Wait a second. Wait a second. Kevin was just talking about the size of a 16 year old. You get six weeks ahead of time. No, <laughs> but I wanted to come out to see you guys around my 40th birthday, like to do something with you for my 40th. But if we're gonna be in Vegas in November. Wouldn't that be the time to do it? Perhaps, yeah. I'm I not saying point. now from the, and then all the way Is through my birthday we celebrate. I mean, how I, I feel like plane tickets are pretty cheap right now, right? Because people aren't trying to fly. I mean, I'm, I'm no, they're pretty expensive. I don't know. <laughs> like me and me and Rant Rant's trip to Hollywood. Like a Hawaii. Uh, Hollywood. Oh my god! Yeah, sorry, my brain is. Uh, uh, a stewed Tell us, bag of pickles. How expensive right was now. your trip to Hollywood, Kevin? <laughs> I because when I was working for Sirius for so long, I didn't get a corporate credit card or anything. I had to book all of my own travel and shit, and then got reimbursed. So I saved up so many fucking points on my credit card that I just never used. That that pretty much handled our trip. So oh, to Hawaii. Plane tickets are not cheap anymore. They're selling out. They're booked. All the flights that I've taken recently have been, you know, fully booked up flights. So there are no more COVID discounts to be had, I believe. Damn. Dude, I'm going to I'm 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 going to be doing a lot of traveling coming up here. I'm going to Austin in the middle of August. Jesus I'm Christ. Go that might be dirt cheap Saint- just because no one in their right mind is going to Texas in the summer. It is so fucking yeah. hot. I know my homie's moving out there, and I've been trying to get out there for a while. I know it's going to be like 110. Yeah, it's going to be fucking. Brutal. It's nasty. When I went for my brother-in-law's bachelor party, where he did like a long weekend in Austin, it was boiling fucking hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard. Um, so I know what I'm kind of what I'm getting into, but I think I'm going to go to St. Louis um, in the beginning of October. I got to follow up with my buddy about it, but my college roommate is getting married. Um, and then, you know, Ellis, uh, Ellis mania. So do you, the venue, are you guys doing the Virgin? No, I don't know if I necessarily want to say the name of the venue yet until the tickets go on sale, but yeah, it's, let's not do gotcha. that. It's a new right, venue cool. that we haven't, we haven't been at before. Cool. Well, I'm sure everyone will be waiting for that. Um, yeah. Official announcement when it comes and I'm looking forward to it. Pencil me in. I do have a quick micro review to do. I'll make this one quick since it's not necessarily a new movie, but it was a movie that I was interested in, never got around to spending the fucking $20 rental on, but it's now on HBO Max. I watched Freaky with Vince Vaughn. Are you familiar with that one? 
Nope. I've never heard of it. I'm gonna, it's it it's Freaky Friday, but done in a slasher movie. So Vince Vaughn is a slasher, like serial killer slasher, and the girl, the blonde chick from Cockblockers is in it, and the two of them switch bodies. So Vince Vaughn becomes a high school girl, a, a slasher stuck in the body of a high school girl, and the high school girl gets put in the body of the slasher, and it was very enjoyable. Awesome, awesome kills. I would have liked for more kills, but the kills that were in there were so fucking violent and inventive. I I loved it. Like the, I I don't even want to spoil what they were, but right off the bat, like the movie starts with like four kids getting killed in a mansion, and one of them is so absolutely brutal. I was like, yes! I was like yelling while we were watching it. And she was shrieking, putting the covers over her head. So some of the best kills I've seen in a slasher in a long time. It was super, super funny. Vince Vaughn kicked ass in it. And if you have HBO Max, no-brainer to throw that one on. Easy four-dicker. I loved it. I feel like Vince Vaughn hasn't been in enough stuff lately. Yeah, he's been doing weird stuff that's kind of like flying under the radar. Hey. He's in the next movie he has coming up is called North Hollywood. Uh, I have no idea what this is about. Never even heard of it. Whatever. I guess it's about North Hollywood, right? <laughs> to some degree. But man, I love Vince Vaughn. All right, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, he kills it. He's great and in this movie. I don't know if I'll check it out. You should. It was good. I feel like that's a good movie to watch with Bill and Cheech. But Bill, okay. being a horror movie buff, he's probably already seen it. That's a good question, actually. Well, if you're saying it's really good and it has Vince Vaughn, I feel like I, he would have mentioned it already. So I'll throw, I'll run it past them. Maybe I'll check it out this weekend with them. This weekend, I'm looking forward to checking out The Green Knight. Have you guys been seeing promos for that? Oh, uh, my brother. They said it's going to be awesome. My brothers are I can't really wait. looking forward to it. What's his face from uh, Slumdog Millionaire? Yeah, Dev Patel. Yeah, didn't he beef up for this role or whatever? I think so. It's an A24 movie. It looks super fucking weird. Ralph Einson, the dad from uh, The Witch, is in it. And that dude kicks ass. I'm pumped. The Green Knight, it's called? Yeah. What's it about again? It's like uh, a reimagining of a King Arthur type tale. Mm, okay. But yeah, it, looks, it. it looks sick. It looks super fucking weird. And I'm pumped. So I'll have that I'll have that review for next week. For sure. Where, where is where is it again? Is it in the theaters? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll check that out too, actually. Because I know my brothers really wanted to see that. I haven't done anything of note lately, so that'd be a good way to get me out of the house. Actually, wait, I'm tripping. My mom's coming into town this week. Oh. Maybe we could have a, a movie date with Mama Clark. Well, yeah, I mean, she loves going to the movies. We're not, our family, this is one of the things where we're kind of similar to you guys on. Obviously, we we love sports, but we both love delicious food, drinking with the family, and going to movies. So maybe we'll go see Green Knight with her. I got to think of some mom. Just L.A. fun shit to do. Man, I get nervous for this. Last year was pretty easy. Well... I guess it was hard, depending on how you look at it, because of the lockdown. We couldn't do anything besides order Postmates. But I'm excited for my mom to come back, come into town, and I don't know. 
get out there and have a few nights in the town. I'm gonna holler at you, Kevin. You gonna hang out? You wanna hang out with me and my mom? I'm down. My brothers? Yeah. Let's Go do out it. to dinner, maybe. Fuck yeah. All right. All right, friends. How what? much stuff is your mom packing in her suitcase for you? Uh, oh, for me. Oh nothing. yeah, you get no baked goods coming. <clears throat> so my brother Bill, I think, has lost forty pounds in the past like two months. Holy shit! Like he really ballooned up during the lock the lockdown, and like all he does is really play video. He works from home and he plays video games, and he ate like shit for <clears throat> like years essentially, but. He hasn't like eaten a carb in like two months. He got a, like a really nice gym membership, so like he's trimming down. Um, so like no baked goods this time around. Like I've been working out a little more, but I, you know, if she would have bring some cookies, of course I'm gonna have some. But no, she's not bringing any baked goods. And and my mom has actually been on a really good diet lately as well. She got she plumped up for a few years there, and now she's back to being like kind of real thin. So all the Clarks are healthy. No baked goods coming through this time. But you know we'll get a Christmas package. Shuddy, what happened? Speaking of Christmas package, Shuddy just... Shuddy looks like he just shit his pants. Nothing. Wow. I'm, I am I got this. I'm on it. <laughs> okay. Is it anything that could be show-related? Because this is on video now, and people just saw your reaction. So you got to kind of clean it up. We can't leave without knowing what you reacted to. Uh, I have to put together a Shuddy News segment real quick. Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> there's good news for you, Shuddy boy. <laughs> I have to poop, which is why I've been trying to wrap up. Oh, so you're going to okay. get a, a little bit of a buffer between shows. But perfect way to promote our Patreon. If you need more MSPH in your life, please check out Mad Scientist, or patreon.com slash Hour. The entry-level tier, the $5 tier, has a bonus podcast every week and a new episode of Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition every Thursday. $10 tier has the video components of the bonus podcast and all of our individual shows. It's basically more new content every month than you're going to get on Disney+. And it's cheaper, so why not check it out and support some real ones out there grinding and not kissing the ring of the mouse. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about right now. I think so kissing the ring of the mouse. I think the poop I'm holding in is scrambling my brains. So we're gonna get through this. Don't worry. Patreon.com/slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Subscribe to our YouTube page. YouTube.com/slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Very SEO friendly. And you can follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffro Records. And at MSPH Podcast. Um. Yeah, I don't want to plug anything else. Shuddy, you got anything? Nope, that's it. All right, friends. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, uh, wait. How do I end the show again? What's the thing? Something. Until next time, something. Hey, 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 hey. Point, 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 point. Oh boy, oh boy, boy, boy. Those are some fun noises. What up, friends? Jeff, are you frozen? Oh, you're back. Sorry, guys. Back off, man. I'm a scientist.
Um, did you get the email I sent, Kevin? Yeah. I did. Are you sure? Yep. I'm guessing you're going to queue me up? Yeah. Well, just hit it whenever you want. All right. Well, if I forget, just queue me up. Just do it right after the intro. Oh, damn. Okay. Your Diamond Dave impression. You shut your fucking whore mouth. I love Days of Thunder. My internet connection's unstable. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, my internet connection is unstay. Oh, bleep, blah, bloop, bloop, bloop. Is it? Cut, did it cut me off? Yeah, right as yeah, you were complaining did. about it. I'm laggy. Yep. Who's who's fucking playing League of Legends in your household? I'm actually alone. Well, <laughs> I work so. There's no excuse. I got completely full bandwidth. I don't know. Maybe Lil Mama's jacking off Hopefully. to some doggy porn? Oh, I sure right behind me. Now she's just sitting here. Damn, Project. you are she just freezing like crazy. stares right at the wall. Uh, guys, I think okay, Lil I'm Mama is. My computer. I think Lil Mama's mining Bitcoin. <laughs> I'm going to restart my computer. Okay. Damn it. Oh my god, dude! Ugh. Fucking yeah. pussy. <laughs> Fucking yeah. pussy. Frozen Jeff. I'm going to call you Mr. Freeze. I like Jeff is just frozen with his eyes closed. Um, getting a little bit of interference on my end. Did he even leave? I don't know. He looks like he's meditating. Looks like he's about to come. Well, that's incredibly disturbing. That's his pre-O face. All right, now he's gone. All right. I love it that he can send us his Instagram thing, though. Yeah, seriously. Oh, Jesus. Uh, man, it's really a giant bummer that there's some fucking, this weird static interference going on because there's so many damn wires required to make what we do happen and i don't know it sounds like a phone is near one of them it's just like and i can't identify it and you just froze again well i think i solved the static issue on my end jeff you've become atari jeff still Oh, it's horrible. 
You haven't moved okay. in a while. I don't know. Do you have Spectrum? I don't know. No, I have Fios. Supposedly. We, we spend a lot of money on our internet. Uh, let me try to reset the router. I'll do that. I'll be right back. All right. Hmm. All right, I guess it sounds relatively okay. I ran the AC all last episode and didn't get any complaints. So I think I'm going to try and go for that again. Do it. It has been so hot in SoCal lately. I wanted to kill it real quick and see, hear it like super clear and see if fucking I can catch that interference noise, which is still there a tiny little bit, but I don't know. Again, it's probably me just being finicky and the Puminati are going to collectively call me a retard. Jeff, you didn't disappear. Did you reboot your router? Oh! Uh, yeah. Hmm. Am I still laggy, though? We didn't lose you. Your picture's a little bit laggy, but you're not freezing, and we're not losing your voice. Okay. All so right. that's an improvement. We can work with that. I could try to uh, plug it into my phone or whatever. Like, use the hotspot off my phone. Let's see if that works any better. I don't know if we necessarily have to jump to that right now. I think you seem good. Okay, great. All right. Guys, I got a... I don't know if it's a snack take. I guess it's a snack take that I'm passionate about. Are either one of you big into Gatorade? Or have you ever been? Big into Gatorade? No, but I do drink it. Like, it's good for thirst quenching. And for sure. Hangover. Well said. Yeah, marijuana and Gatorade will get you going. Bagel. <laughs> that's a that's a hangover cure right there. Um, I think that Riptide Rush, the flavor, uh, the Gatorade flavor, is by far and away the best flavor out of all the Gatorade flavors. I'm very passionate about that. And I have been since I was like 12 or 13 years old. It's one of my oldest and most passionate snack takes, and I figure I'd throw it to you guys see what you thought about it. You don't have to have any thoughts. If you don't, uh, if you're not big in the Gatorade, but I don't know. Figure maybe I'll get the ball rolling and on the Easter egg. Chat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me tweak the lights real quick. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Kevin doesn't care about my Gatorade take. That's fine. That's fine. It wasn't for him, anyways. Bitch. <sighs> okay. Kevin. I think I might have unblue myself. You look uh you look good today. What do you do you have like You're a trying hot, to get in my pants, tonight? Jeff. <laughs> no, stop it. No, no dates tonight. I just spent the weekend at the lady's place. So I just got home this morning. Oh wow, a staycation? A little bit. With Are a you... full blown vacation in two weeks. Are you using her for her air conditioning? 
Um, no, but and her boobs. We we stayed at my place after my birthday, and then the next day she was like, "Well, if you want, we can stay at my place with air conditioning." Uh, yeah. The next night, and I was like, mm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, we should do that. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, is this, are you saving this for the main episode or uh, like your um, recap of Musso and Franks? Uh, yeah, we can do that. All right. Oh, man. Let's see. Oh, we got to let Shuddy Boy get his superpowers in. Oh, is that all right? I didn't know if that was on your end or that no. Was... That's the volcano. I actually um, knocked the dab rig off the desk this morning and spilled all the bong water all over the carpet. So the dab rig is currently out of commission simply because it has no water in it. Are you grounded? Did Sharon know? I'm not grounded. No. Luckily, the carpet in this room is fucking destroyed from the previous owners of the house. So anytime anybody spills anything on it, it's like, oh, the carpet needs to be replaced anyway. So we're not worried about it right now. Now, when the carpet gets replaced and this happens, the repercussions may be more severe than they than they currently are. Yeah, you better get all your spills in now. Just spill everything on Just that get carpet. Fucking black carpet, so that way anything I spill can't be seen. Instead of this fucking tan carpet, there's like a in- there's like a Kool Aid stain on over there. There's a coffee stain over there. Are either one of those you? The Kool Aid was. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I dropped my so juice when box get- when I was playing with my He-Man toys. When are you getting your new carpet? Yeah, I don't know. It's not a rush. The carpet's fine. It just beat to shit. We got to add a tier to our Patreon. We got to. So if we're replacing the carpet, then we have to paint the room. And I've added all this fucking nonsense to the room that has to be moved out of the way to paint. Like, it's just. I see what you're saying. It's going to cause more issues than, I guess, fixing any of the problems. Or what's not that big of a problem? Stained carpet. Hey, whatever. Fuck it. Shuddy, can you give me record permission? I guess. Mute. No. Allow to record. Allow. Ready? Here comes the narc. Recording in progress. I don't give it my permission. But your dick's away, Tubin. <laughs> Are your dick away, Tubins? I don't consent. <laughs> Man, all right. Let's see here. Um, you know what? I'm going to get my air conditioning back on because I am sweating... From my tits. <clears throat> Your taint. Titty sweat. It's kind of not chilly, but from his butthole well, flap. It's a little overcast down here. Looks like we got a, a light sprinkle too. Yeah. 
It rained at some point last night, and it was raining on my drive home today. Good news, guys. The drought's over. I doubt that that took care of the drought. Oh, one more rain day, and we'll be there. There was a light sprinkle, shuddy boy. That's all we need in California. Just a little bit of water. Oh. All right, you guys. Uh, Somebody's all crackly. Off? I feel like it's Kevin. Was it me? Hold on. Is it still doing it? it I, but not when you were talking. Only when I wasn't talking. Is it still doing it? It is, yes. Strange. That is not happening. I'm not hearing it. Oh, wait a second. Hold on. God damn it. So many technical difficulties today. Did you guys see Autumn's Instagram work today? No. She bought a new Dude. bikini. I saw that. I love it. Is this... Oh, I heard a little crackle there. Fuck, I hear it. It's like little farts. Mm, yeah. You know what we're talking about. Are you guys still hearing it? Not nope. currently. I think we're good to go, dude. Yeah, we're probably chill for like Wait, five there minutes. it is. I don't hear it. No, I'm kidding. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> Jesus Christ, shuddy boy. I hope you got I hope you got something better in the chamber for the show. <laughs> Where's he going now? You know how he is. He's a diva. Yeah. No! Very finicky as well. Bobbing back and forth. All right, Kevin. You're the host. Maybe he wouldn't be this? so hot in his apartment if he wasn't wearing a fucking long sleeve shirt. It's yeah, thin. Be and I would be beater. It's thin, and I would be boiling hot if I was naked. It doesn't really matter. The long sleeves don't help it, though. I mean... I think that's factually accurate. <laughs> Just common sense. Go to the tank top, bro. Go topless. Come on. I am currently pantsless. It's MSPH Monday. Good oh, evening, mad scientist. Blah, 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 I didn't pull my desk back as far this time, and I'm still, I'm even blocking more of Mike Tyson than usual. <laughs> yep, so disrespectful. All right, you ready? To... Los Angeles, California, where the Mad Scientist Party are.